What's happening, everybody, and welcome to this another edition of the Dell and Keith Show. I'm Derek Kernahan, and as always, I'm joined by my very good friend Keith Anderson. Keith, how you doing tonight, mate? You all right? Yeah, I'm all right, mate. Not too bad. Uh, Rangers not been a great week, but apart from that, I'm not too bad. Thank you. How are you? Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty much the same. Um, you know, all good, mate. Other than Rangers, pretty much giving me heart failure for the last bloody five or six days, which has been a total nightmare. Um, after, after, like we met, like, you know, like we said, like you said offline, you know, this time last week we're probably just on a, well, we're probably just home after a, after a win against, you know, putting Dortmund at the Europa League, and now after this week we've just had an absolute clusterfuck, <laughs> to say the least. So, um, that's pretty much what we are going to be discussing tonight, guys. Pretty much, you know, the, the rundown from the. The Murmur game, the the disaster that followed it, and also the game last night as well. So, aye, that's what we're going to be going to be all fun and games this week, eh, mate? Aye, aye. A week's a long time being a Rangers fan, isn't it? You sure know, is. the world could turn upside down in a heartbeat. Yep, and it certainly it certainly has this week. So, aye, strap yourselves in. It's going to be it's going to be a bumpy ride, I think, to say <laughs> the least. It. To say the least. But let's let let's start then, Keith. We we last Sunday, you know the the Murmur game. Going into the game on a pretty much a high when you think about it, you know, after the Dortmund game and then also um, Celtic dropping points at Easter Road as well. It was a great chance to put a lot of pressure on them and to show, you know, that you know they might be dropping points, but we're not. Um, we go 2 nothing up, two quick-fire goals, um, and it seems like we're on, you know, you know the game was comfortable. Like, um don't know if I said to you, but my, my, my dad um, texted me. He was unable to watch the game. He texted me at half-time going, how's the game going? And I texted him back one word and said, comfortable. And then by the end of the game, I get a tirade of abuse in my ear when, I, when he phoned me to say, you know, what the fuck happened? Um, you know, from that. So there was a, just a number of concerns with that as well. When 2 nothing at half-time, you knew that Motherwell were going to change things up. And it was up to us to be sort of counterproductive with that and change it up for ourselves. We'd done nothing. We sat back and, you know, took the pressure. And, you know, we didn't we, we didn't deserve anything from that second half, did we? No, you're right. I mean, the the it was a nice day, the higher Dortmund, Celtic dropping points, which coincidentally I think we kinda we discussed last week and said was was, was certainly possible, if yep. not likely. So, you know, that was something that if if we seen that was a potential slip up for them, then you'd like to think that the the coaches and the, the players and that thought, you know, we might just we might have an opportunity here today. Then it, it transpires, you've got to be up for it. Good first half, one of the better first halves actually. In one way traffic, two 0 going on three or four, and you think, okay, cool, go and go and make a dent in the goal difference as well as close the gap to to a point. Um, at half time, you're loving it, and then I like you say, fair. Credit to Motherwell, they made a change. They, they thought, well, we've nothing to lose now. Let's try and be a wee bit more of a threat um, and expose John Lundstrom more as, at centre-half, which was a, an interesting choice, I, I felt. And, you know, OK, it, it did all right in the first half. I don't think it was phenomenal, but it didn't necessarily hurt us. But, you know, the manager, um, lack, of, lack of rotation in general is a, it was a worry for me for that game, same as Dundee United, and uh, we'll, we'll come on to Um But... Not changing it during the game, reacting to the other team changing, and certainly reacting when it goes two one. We've got to make a change. We've got to do something different. And by one or two changes, you could shut the back door and be more attacking. Do you know what I mean? I'm not saying go six at the back or, or anything crazy, but you could bring on 
Balogun or Barisic go to a traditional back four and move Lundstrom into the midfield and take off an Aribo or an Arfield who are both looking pretty tired and flagging by that point and ever since pretty much yeah. do you know what I mean So, and if you take off the other one and you bring on Diallo or something like that or Roof or you know whatever and you, so you take off the, the, those two tired midfielders and you put on you know you go more solid at the back and you go more attacking we, we absolutely no doubts we go on and we, we get the three points you probably go and win three or four one or something like that you know you probably get another goal and then once it goes three one that's it it's game done do you know Morrowell will patch it yep. and you could go and get four or five easy Um, so nah man I think um, second half we you know credit to them for changing it we come out like game's done we don't need to bother here and we just let them we just handed them the momentum and we we couldn't get it back after that it was all side tippy tappy side to side and and crosses for deep bullshit and they just lapped that up and used a bit of pace and power and uh, exposed us on the break yep they sure did you know I think one thing we missed and you made you made a really good point there you know, with the maybe seeing the second half substitutions, if you bring Balligan in, take like Arfield or Rewolf, we missed that. Dyna- uh, we missed John Lundstrom in the middle of the park. You know his dynamic Aye. performance that he's, that he's been doing the last few weeks. I was trying to say dynamism performance, but I couldn't. I couldn't spit that out there. So sorry about that. <laughs> but we were missing. We were missing his performance. We were missing his grit in the middle of the park, big time, because Kamara was terrified to shoot. It seemed like, um, and he was just hitting the ball side to side. Arfield and Aribo look nattered as well, but having Lundstrom in there, he seems to have a really good. He's a, he's got an engine, you know. He can go up and down the park. He's far, he's hard hitting. He's tackling as well. And I don't think if we made those subtle changes, you know, that everybody could see as well. Everybody sitting there could see them. You know, we need we need to make a change here because these boys are done. You know, I think I, I think we would have grinded out that result, and you know, it could have been two one or three one by then. It could have been we could have had more. If we Aye. just made those very subtle changes, but a massive, massive disappointment um, after after everything, you know, the highs of Dortmund, and then I know again looking looking to them getting losing dropping points Easter Road as well. Um, it was just it would have been a real statement of intent, you know, to show that that's we're the, back in this. That's 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 not a champions performance. Champions no. don't see their rivals slip up, go two 0 at half time, and throw it away. Champions go see their rivals and commit and win four 0 and go. That's what we're all about. Yeah. You 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 take one. We you sneeze in the wrong direction. We're going to be on you and you're, we're going to punish you, and that's the way it's going to be. But the, the psychology then tells them, oh well, maybe we can afford to slip up. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Because we're not going to take advantage of it, and, no. and that's that's the worry. But the point you made about Lundstrom is, is a good one, especially with Jack missing. So since the Celtic game when we were. Dug me, especially in the middle of the park. It's been Jack and Lundstrom has been what we've built the team around. That's what destroyed Hearts and Hibs. That's what that's what got us through against Dortmund. But you know, big performances from those two players against some world class opposition in that Dortmund side. And all right, Jude Bellingham scored a couple of goals, scored in each leg, and hurt us still. But you know, we, we gave as good as we got at, at that level with the two guys being the linchpin. So for Jack not to make it and you to take Lundstrom out. And put him in defence where he doesn't need to be, is is a bit bonkers. Yep, totally is, totally is. I know that Balogun could they. He says that Balogun wasn't fully fit to play the ninety. But he played put Bassett in the half and bring Bonner on. Aye, Bonner see if you're decent, aye. Croatian you international. Yep, man. I, he'd be like, well, I'm out. I'm gone. You know, mm-hmm. like why would you hang about? And to be fair, he, he played. You know, he came on against Dortmund and. 
you know, he, he done all right. Um, you know, as well, he, he played well. He played well over there as well. Um, as well. So you know, you're feeling a bit like fucking hell, man. It's just mistakes there as well. It's just mm-hmm. subtle wee things that don't work, and it's just it's no working. And then we need to talk about their goals, mate, as well. I think. Aye. Benny Hill um, music could have been on in the background. Oh, 100%. That's what was playing in my head, particularly the second goal when, when you see the re- when you see it, you know, it was down the other end from where I sit. Um, you see that and you're just like, fucking hell, man. McGregor's sticks his leg out, it's saved and it's and it's not like it's going fast or anything like that. And then there's been a lot of calls this week for for him to get dropped and um, Lundstrom to come in. I mean, we, we did speak about this before and it seemed like, you know, a few, a few months ago, any shot that was getting hit, it was going in the back of the net, and we were sort of thinking, "Is his time up?" But he, he proved us all wrong and came back again. But that's been that's twice in a season now, and that doesn't happen. Melon McGregor that's shown you signs that he is getting older, and people are calling for him to you know to go. And I'm I'm still, you know, I, I love him for everything he's done for us and stuff like that. But I think I would feel personally more comfortable if McLaughlin was in our goals. He's not a better goalkeeper. He's de- certainly not a better shot stopper than Alan McGregor. But he commands his box better, you know. Like I said, McGregor and Corners, you know, the the nerves are shattered because of the goalie can't come out. The goalie doesn't come out and help them. The defense as well, and it, you seen that on um, um last night with the game as well. You know, there was some defensive frailties. They looked nervous at times, particularly in the first half. Um, I, I, with the ball, and it doesn't help that your goalie can't come out and command his box. I, I know what you're saying about um, McGregor's a better shot stopper, but you say that right. But uh, McLaughlin stops that shot for the second goal. Aye, he cuts out the ball for True. the first goal. He we, he doesn't concede the two goals against Motherwell for me. I mean, yeah. what what Goldson and then McGregor? I mean, what they're both doing for the first goal. Goldson just you're first, just clear it. Defend him one on one. Don't take a chance. Put it out for a corner. Put it out for a shy. Whatever doesn't matter. Nobody's going to grumble, you know. And then McGregor just what he's doing. I don't know either. Like it's, goalie could easily get it. And then the. the the second goal, Tavin Goldson, just pathetic, utterly pathetic. That is, uh, that's age. It's pure yeah. age. It's pure reflexes. Reflexes are the first things to go when you get when you get start to get older. Your reflexes slow down. That was reflexes. That's all it was. Uh, it was just age. Yes, and and I, I, I agree that you know McGregor's got credit in the bank or whatever, but it's football. This isn't you know this isn't for sentiment playing with your granny down the park. This yeah. is this is top level football. If you're out of form, I don't care what your name is or what you what you did last season or ten years ago. If you're no if you're not performing, you don't get picked for this football club because it's about winning. Yep. Simple as that, doesn't it? I don't care about anything else. Still love you, not against you, it's nothing personal. You're not performing, you're at a team. Simple. That's the that's the that's the equation. You know, that's a really good point there, because you make that you make that point. You know, Borna out of form, out of the team. Hardly seen him since, you know, as well. And you see, you know, you're seeing that. We've seen Bassey getting out of the team. You know, we've seen a number of players getting Sakala in and out of the team and stuff like that. You know, it seems like everybody is up for that. You know, if you're no good enough, you get, you know, you're getting dropped. You know, if you're no playing well, you get dropped. It's set for McGregor. Um, this aye, season, a few, particularly a few the Gio. Favorites. Aye, aye, he's got a few favourites. Yeah, and I think, um, you know, I, I would have felt a, I still, I, I still feel like McLaughlin should be in the goals, but um, I, I still feel like McLaughlin should be in the goals because I'm just so nervous in terms of any time we get a corner against us, 
you know that he's not going to come out, or else if he does come out, he's not going to have caught. He's not got confidence. Aye. And he's Celtic, you know, he get rid of it, which is which is a massive worry for a defender. I mean, you, you would never have said that. You know, he's never been the most comfortable coming out, but you know, in terms of now, everything's sort of catching up with him now, and I think it's, you know, it's maybe just a season. Is it a season too far? Because like I said, he did. It happened at the start of the season and he came back brilliantly, but then it's sort of creeping back in again. I should have retired when we won the league last year. Yeah. But listen, it's hard to know when to go on a high, you know. It's, yeah, and, exactly. And I have absolutely no problems giving him another year's contract in the summer there and, and giving him the chance. It was the right thing. And, and it takes nothing away from his, his legacy or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? But I, I think that there's, 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 there's a bit of fake maths with McGregor. Like, okay, he can pull off world class saves. How often does he do that? But. How often does he need to do it? Yeah. A couple of times a season, if that. Right. Um, how many shitey goals has he let in? Well, you know, it's like one a game. Averaging, a, lot this, or, a lot this season. <laughs> or one every two games or whatever this, uh, you're averaging this season. So yeah. you balance it up and you go, do you take two a season versus one every two games? Of course you don't. You, you, you wouldn't buy that down the shop. So what are we putting up with for? You know, yeah. go, go for... Go for the guy that's going to get it right 90% of the time. Okay, the world day might not stop. But he's going to save all the generic stuff that McGregor's missing in there. You know, like you said, there was that that famous, or not famous, but it was like, went for a spell where I was conceded nine shots and, uh, and every one of them went in. Yeah. Uh, you know, over the course of 10 games. And he's running on the nude. It's not that dissimilar. It's like 10 shots and six or seven goals. Do you know? Aye, like it's, it is, yeah. it's, it's not pretty. So get somebody in that can, that's going to save 90% of them and it's only the world days that are going to beat them. Yeah. Found another way about. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, let's move on to something else. Shit. Aye, from one disaster to another. <laughs> um, you oh, know, sort of. Aye, so we're going to talk about the, <sighs> the the PR disaster, which has been the, the Sydney Cup, which Rangers have got themselves involved in. So in November, you know, the World Cup's on. Um, the season stops for six weeks to, to allow that to go on um, in November. And Rangers have decided to go over to Australia to play in a friendly with two Australian teams and Celtic. So we're playing two games in that time in the week. One of them is against Celtic in Australia and it is a PR disaster. Absolute PR disaster. We do not want to go into bed with our local rivals. Fierce rivals, they do not want to go into bed with with us, it seems like, when, when you see the fan stuff. Um, countless Rangers fans everywhere are going up in arms about it, including ourselves. It's just one massive disaster. And then Biz Gross interview that he done with Rangers TV and then also with um, Heart and Hand as well. They, they, put out a, they put an interview with him, which I thought was fantastic um, as well. And David Edgar asking some questions. I thought that was all very patronising and how he was upset with the fans reaction to it yeah of course you're going to be reacting you know these this team that we're supposed to be going to bed with absolutely fucking hate us with everything you know they don't say our name they're no one half of anything even though they've got even though they've got half of the rights for the for the for the term for the for the copyright of the old firm as well um it's just you know they they, they hang effigies of hung rangers fans off their stands they they had to issue apologies when um, when they put an effigy for Walter Smith and they put Rangers in it and not Shevko in it. You know, this is this is who we're dealing with. You know, teams who a team who absolutely despises everything that we do. And it seems like, you know, 
This has been dubbed now because we're going to Australia as Big Angie's homecoming and we're just there to play, you know, to play a second string partner. It is absolutely disgusting and it's just an absolute disaster. I granted I can see the money's going to be coming in and it's you know, it's it's more than we get for a season SPL, but money over principles doesn't doesn't work for me. No, no. It it's not who we are as a football club. It's mm-hmm. it's as simple as that. Um, you know, okay, would would you sell your dignity for five million quid? No chance, right? No chance. And I think that that that's the worrying part is just as you say how how badly they've they've misread the room. You know, I, I don't I don't understand why they thought it was a good idea. I get the commercial um, draw of of the opportunity. I absolutely get that, and I get somebody like James Bisgrove suggesting it to his bosses because that's his job is to generate income for for the club, and if you can get a nice holiday to Australia and play two games and earn more than you're going to for winning the whole season, the whole league, you know, at that level, it sounds like good business. So I I get why you might want to, somebody might want to suggest it, but the Rangers fans on the board should just have right away said no. As you've, you know, very, very well articulated the, the relationship, the dynamic between the, between the clubs. And the thing is, I think part of the problem is, there's that, that dynamic between the fans, that dynamic at their club, but not necessarily at our club. Our club are like, let's be professional, let's be a big European club, let's let, let's act on good faith, let's try and make money, let's try and... But the rest of Scottish football doesn't see us like that. They're not interested in good faith with us. No. You know, they're, they're not. And I, I agree, the, the, the Bisgrove interview, something they said that was, was interesting in the heart and hand one, was they said something along the lines of, you know, the... The communications channel or the the comm strategy about how this came out was interesting. Obviously, took us by by surprise. It caught us off guard, and right away, that's your that's your first warning sign. Is well, who do you think released it, and why? Did you, do you think they released it when it was when it came out? You know, there was probably some agreement where we'll announce this in the summer or something. Do you know what I mean? There's probably been something like that. Maybe not the summer, but in a couple of weeks or a, whatever it was. Um, but it suited a certain party to release it on a certain day. Yeah. And, and then we've been dragged into it and obviously caught caught on the heels. And that's why it leaks, quote unquote, right? Um, and and uh, then there's, there's statements from certain clubs and then we're the next day because we're like, shit, this, this wasn't in the plan. But you're not dealing with people that are going to act on good faith in the plan. They don't care about us. In fact, if they can get themselves a win and Shaft does at the same time, well, that's two wins for them. Yep. And that's exactly what happened. So... Nah, man, uh, absolutely. Like you say, it's just it's just not who we are as a club, and I, I think it's it's definitely worrying for me that the certain members of the board have got this so wrong, so wrong. And I think the well, it's good money, so TS. Uh, that's you know that's only going to get you so far, and I think I, I still feel that there'll be enough of a fan backlash that they'll need to at least reconsider it. I don't know if what the contract's like if they can get out of it, but. Five million quid a day to sacrifice ten million quid tomorrow, or thirty million quid over the next five years or ten years or something. It's not good business. It's not worth nope, it. It's not. It definitely isn't. It definitely isn't. I mean, you can see from social media the backlash that this has done as well. And Aye. you know the the board have got a lot of, you know, a lot of good grace in the bank from from the fans. You know, we have been very supportive in everything they've launched. You know. In terms of the merchandise, the countless strips you get launched, you get an email every fucking week or at least one every week off. Can I store off on you something? 
saying, oh, this has come out, this new offer's came out, this new top Dortmund out. discount, you know, yep, like... Oh, exactly. God. And then, you know, that's not to mention that I, we've had five top... Five, five um, tops this season. You know, when you think about it, the home, away, the third one, the, the you know, the 150, the Gallant Pioneers one, and now this one for the for the Legends game as well. And that's not include the three goalkeeper tops that they've got as well. Aye, so aye. eight tops in general, plus all the other stuff that they bring out every other week you're getting emails from. That's just one part of it. And the fans have been buying tops endlessly, you know, and also merchandise. You know, I'm a massive football, I'm a collector of football tops. Um, I bought, same as last year, I bought every top and I've done the same this year. But after this, you know, you're, you're, you're totally reconsidering stuff and the way it works. You know, this, the money that fans are putting to Edmondson House, um, as well, the scheme for that and everything that they've done, you know, there's a lot of faith that these that this that this board have got, but this is this is destroyed it, um, I think as well. And you make a good point about these, you know, the Rangers fans on the board as well. Surely they'd be like, hold on, this is a bad idea. The fans aren't going to like this, and you know, it's it's shown, um, it's absolutely shown that it's you know that we do not want this. And like I mentioned, as well, um, there was displays last night, at, um at McDermott Park for it as well, but there was also de- uh, displays at Parkhead for, for it as well. They're not keen on it as much as, or maybe not as much as we are, but they are certainly, they don't want it either, which is just going to be a disaster. Aye, they, they, they don't, we know that they have a, have an obsession and a, you know, a, a strong, a strong hatred for us. Mm-hmm. So they're not going to want it. And, you know, the, the interesting part that, that might be a wee bit funny to watch is the, how are they going to market it? Because if they need to market it as Old Firm and Rangers and all that, that's going to send their moon howlers even further overboard on it. You know, so that, that might be the only silver lining to this massive stinking jobby is just a, a, a bit of fun watching them go about after ails at some of the some of the uh, tweets that their club are going to be putting out or whatever to try and sell sell this thing because they're going to need it, right? Yep. Especially if, if um, Rangers and Celtic are the only big clubs there against, you know, I don't know, whatever it's going to be, you know, Newcastle Warriors or some nonsense for, for the for the <laughs> A-League. Um, you know, so it's, it's going to be, um, it's going, uh, that's going to be a wee bit interesting, but it's, this is 150th year as well, you know, it's just, it's just not who we are as a club. And I think the interesting thing for me is, see if you said like, well, it's, it's good money, right? So let's just keep using the figure of five million quid. Um, it's 150th year, we want to do something special and make a ton of money. Okay, host a tournament at Ibrox in November. You know, yep. get get that Bangalore team that that's uh it's 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 uh, we've got a, a link with or um, Orange County, Hamburg Orange County, the Hamburg. teams that we've got the teams we've got Aye. affiliations with. Get, get see if you can get like a a Bangalore, a Hamburg, and a Inter Milan or something. Because the thing is, these other clubs will have players like Inter Milan again, just a, a random choice, right? But they'll have players that only at the World Cup that. It's going to be a pre-season because it's like five weeks off or whatever it is. Yeah. So so get these clubs and do a wee, you know, a, a 150th celebration tournament at Ibrox during that period and do, you know, like, I don't know, two, two you know, you play the teams, you know, and then you play, you know, the top two teams playing a final and you play five games or whatever yep. at, over the course of three days. And guess what? You get like, you know, if you can sell it, you'll get like one and a half million quid plus. This is like, so see, you get five million quid for the for the, the tournament. But if you date Ibrox you get ticket sales, pies, people buying stuff in the shop, you can put on fan zones and you could you know if some attractions around make a bit of a 
make a bit of an event of it. Do you know what I mean? Like, yep. you, you'd, okay, you might not make exactly five million quid, but you make you make a a, a, a tidy wee wedge, and you're not paying you know fly people to Australia and shit like that. So I don't know, man. I just think that if you want to do something absolutely fine on board, if you want to go and play in an international tournament, absolutely on board, go and play Barcelona and Real Madrid, and I sign up for it. Nothing against the principle. It's just any other team in the world apart from that one team. Yep. Sign us all up. Yep, exactly. Totally agree with that. I'm quite happy. Don't we go to Australia and play play whoever they want over there, you know, during that week, but just know them. Mm-hmm. Um you know, they done it when they went to you know, they they, they done it the start of last season when they went to France and they went to France but we never played each other, they played opposition teams. You know, even that I'd be all right with as long as we didn't play them and it's still classed as this. You know, we're doing them. You know, we are, we are the, we are the, we are the, we are the ugly sister that nobody wants. You know, it's, you know, as well because we're we're there. All, all we're here for is Big Angie's homecoming. You know, that's what it seems to be, and it's just a total Aye. disaster. Um, everything think, about it stinks, as far as I'm concerned. It, it does, it does, I. But I, I think that no matter how they want to play it in the media, and no matter what they want to badge it as. They're weird. They're doing us a favor. We're doing them a favor. It's a two-way street. Mm-hmm. You know what? I mean, we don't know the numbers of the deal, but you can bet if it's those sort of numbers where it's more than you know, you know, winning the league here, they're not paying. They're not. It's not like they're paying that for one is. It's it's the cachet of that fixture. So they might say, "Oh, it's all about Andy's homecoming." But if we're not there, they're not getting anywhere near the money that they'll be getting, and vice versa. So. Yeah, we're doing them a favour, but they're doing what us one as well because we wouldn't be getting the money without them. So it's a, it's a kind of two way street, if you know what I mean. It's a, yeah. I, I, I wouldn't, I'm not overly bothered about that particular aspect. I mean, I am obviously bothered about us doing them any sort of favour, and especially if they win the league, it's just going to be Angie's victory tour, and we're going to definitely be the ugly the ugly stepchild. So it's I'm still not for it, but I think it is an interesting dynamic that the favour goes both ways. You know, they're doing us one because we wouldn't even get the money we get for just showing up ourselves either. Yeah. Yeah. It's just a total, total clusterfuck of everything that's involved in it. Mm-hmm. And hopefully they read the room and, you know, get their finger out. Do you think fans protesting and stuff can, can get this kibosh? I mean, Do you think we'll be so... It'll be, it'll be, it'll be such, a, such a response that the club are like... Uh, okay, here maybe we need to rethink this. I think I think protesting would would help so that so that they can so that they can understand and I, th- I think they do understand when they realise the backlash from it and then also last night you know you understand the backlash from it again with the signs and things like that as well coming from it. It's no good and it's no good watching. I'm interested to see what happens. Excuse me, I'm interested to see what happens on um, Saturday at the game as well if there's mm. anything um, happening. It's well interesting because Saturday's a big deal in it for a different yep. reason. So you're yeah. like, oh, does it tarnish it? Or I don't know. But do people not show up? Is there going to be a, a smaller crowd? Or uh, is it going to be some ugly songs? You just, I'm, I'm a you, man. You don't know what's going to happen. It is. And everything about it is just, it's not right. Totally not right. And it's just, uh, it's, it leaves me, it leaves a very, very bad taste in my mouth. Um, everything right. about it. Everything and, about it. It's a horrible time. I know the announcement, you know, with such a crucial time in the league and us, our form not being great and, you know, Gio and, and Ross Wilson are starting to get a bit of flack. So uh, it'll be really interesting to see how, how it plays out over the coming weeks and how the club react. Yep. Aye. This one, this one is the one that the club, the fans have been very supportive to the club. 
and the board over the last while, you know, buying everything that they can and doing everything they can to support the club. The club need to listen to the fans and understand how much they don't want this to happen. Will they? I'm unsure, mate. And if they don't, it's going to leave. It's going to be. It's going to bring an even bigger gap that's already developing between, you know, the board and the fans, um, as well the club and the fans as well, which is, it's not going to be good, you know. Nah, it's, it's a shame because that we kind of, we're in a good place the last couple of seasons. We've been through. We've been through our shits with the board. You know, with boards in the past as well with everything that's happened. And again, you know, we're up for a fight with this as well. I don't think the fans. The fans aren't going to. This isn't going to go away, Keith. This no. isn't going to be like, you know, a couple of days' time, it's going to die down or anything like that. Nothing like that. This is going to be in your face until, you know, it happens or they, they you know... Withdraw. Yeah, withdraw from it mm-hmm. um, as well. It's it's going to be... It is, it's, this isn't going anywhere. I don't think it really isn't. Okay. Um, yeah. So we'll put that one to bed and then we'll go on to... Um, just after that announcement, obviously we had a a game last night as well. Um, played St Johnston at Dermot Park as well, and Jesus, if you thought the PR disaster was bad, the game is nearly as worse. It was nearly as bad, wasn't it? Um, Aye, I... we got the victory, which is the the most important thing when you think about it. But Jesus, man, that was a struggle to watch. I honestly wish I'd turned the game off after three and a half minutes. <laughs> yep. Because that was it. That was the, everything you, like, best highlights in the world. Did you show the first three minutes of the game and then nothing else happened to that half? Um, I it was, I think, uh, the the announcement earlier in the day put me watching the game in a bad mood already. I don't yep. think, I honestly, I mean, considering we won, I can't remember being that angry after a Rangers game in a long time. I was raging man oh I was fuming yesterday I, I honestly I, I was in a I was in a worse mood than when Celtic beat us 3-0 as yeah. mad as that sounds just I think it was just everything and then the what we spoke about at Motherwell rinse and repeat no enough changes it was the same team nay subs literally nay subs Arfield dying in his arse Aribo poor, poor kid man he dying in his arse since he came back for Africa do you know what I mean in bloody yeah. January um, Kent looked tired and just short of like oh, I can't be after him trying to skin this guy it was you know I felt sorry for Alfie it was just oh, it was hard going man I was so angry with Gio I think just and the fact that it's probably going to be the same team against Aberdeen oh man I'm, I'm going to end up I'm going to end up getting to jail or something I was oh I was so angry yesterday yeah. it was just so hard to watch and there was just no need for it There was no, no. I think that was why I was so angry there was just no need for it whatsoever that was the hardest part yeah, yeah, the you know this when you've seen the same team with exception of Sakala dropping out and Balogun coming in, which is what it's you know that's what you thought he would have done. He would he would he would have brought Balogun back, but I maybe wouldn't have dropped Sakala after he scored the goal. You know, you would have maybe thought right, Arfield gets a rest, aye, and, and you know let let Sakala come in and run at them. Um, first of all, I don't to sort of defend them. I don't think the pitch was awful. Um, I don't think I don't think that helped matters. However, we should be used to these pitches. You know, we're playing we're playing in these dumps every every other week. Um, you know, this level of pitch that we're playing on. But oh man, it was. But just... that's not that's not a defence. So that's no. even more of a case of well, freshen up. Do you know what I mean? You need fresh legs. I mean, the, the first thing Glenn Kamara said after the game, the interviewer said, "How was that?" He said, "Our oh, pitch was heavy. It took a lot of us." Aye. Well, fucking change it up. 
change you know? it up, and it's Aye. it's a massive worry that this, you know, we've kept it, we've kept this same team now for three or four games now, and you know, guys like like we mentioned there, the the, the nucleus of the team, you know, like Arfield, Aribo, Kent, Morelos are attacking, are attacking four, are fucked, you know, they're on their asses, are knackered, um, by the end of the game, Arfield I thought was particularly knackered, you know, those chances, those two chances that he missed in the first half, if he was, if he wasn't he he'd have put them away, um, if he wasn't if he wasn't as tired, um, or else you know running as empty on empty as he is, um, as well. And then it's just the like, like the other thing, the lack of substitutions, is for me that's that that's a massive massive worry, Keith. Because over the last two games, we've made one substitution when we could have made ten. You can make five a game, you know. And there's guys sitting there, you know. It shows you that Gio either has so much faith in this team it's unreal or he doesn't trust his bench and I think it's a latter. He doesn't Aye. trust some of these boys that are on this bench. You know, when you th- when you look at the bench, Ruth get 10 minutes against nothing. James Sands hasn't really done much since he sat on the bench most of the time. Scott Wright, I don't think he's got any faith in he either um, as well. I think the only one that maybe has a wee bit is Sakala because he can run but, you know, he still is still raw as hell out there. Aye. I think it's, uh, it, it, is, it is what you say. I mean, he's he's clearly got some sort of concerns about them, but, you know, it's it's a squad game and see if you've got concerns about them. I get that, but don't play them all then, but still do a bit of rotation because yeah. regardless of that, Scott Arfield is a, is a great example. A fresh Scott Arfield gets, gets at least two goals last night, probably gets a hat-trick because the thing is, as much as, you know... We were comfortable, right? St. Johnson never created anything, but neither did we that much. You know, no. we still could have scored another couple of goals, but compared to what we've been doing lately and how much St. Johnson was shit at the back, we didn't punish them at all. We we didn't punish them anywhere near what we could have. If we had uh, if Aribo and Arfield and Kent are fresh, that that's a four or a five nil last night. Yeah, absolutely no doubts. We just couldn't take advantage of of what what was in front of us last night, um, and that's the worry is. The only reason we got away with that was because, first of all, we scored early, which, you know, you're not always going to do. Um, and because of how shit the opposition were, yeah. if we play that same team in that same way on Saturday, we're dropping points. Yep. And Aberdeen aren't any good either. But, no. you know what I mean? It's it's that sort of position where you're like, this is, this is a worry because if he sticks with it, then we'll be dropping points and soon. Yeah. Yeah. If you look at, if you look at the... The Motherwell game, we had 28 shots last night with 12. So that tells you everything from the, from, from, you know, just how, just, just how knackered they looked as well. And it's a, it's probably the longest 45 minutes. I mean, I have no nails left from watching that game. And then even after the game, you know, see, my, my wife came down, was talking to me, and I was in such a foul mood because of everything that's happened. This week, being a, being a Rangers fan, you know, the Motherwell game, this cup shite in Australia, and now watching that guff, and then everything that involves in it as well, not just watching the game, you know, the worrying signs are there, the lack of substitutions, the players are on their arses already. We've got a title challenge, you know, as well that we're, we're involved in. And if he keeps playing this team, he's going to burn a lot of these boys into the ground. You know, Arfield's not going to... Are going to get injured? Yeah, they're going to get injured. You know, we're going mm-hmm. to be hamstring FC soon because all these boys are going to get knackered. 
Aye, no, totally. And I think that's it. I mean, it, it, it's the it's the mentality that worries me. It's the um, and I couldn't bring myself to watch him. I couldn't. I, I couldn't bring myself to watch him, man. I'd end up throwing my phone through the telly or something. Um, I, I couldn't watch an interview either. I turned no, it off and put could, on could. the BBC, the, the FA Cup. It was on. Was I? No, I couldn't. Couldn't listen to it. But I think you know the the, the thing when you look at it and you go right one now, pretty comfortable here. Um, getting really tired now at the hour mark or something like that. Make it make a couple of changes and go. Let's go and kill the game rather than go. I don't want to upset the apple cart because we're no we're comfortable. What about having confidence and belief that you go actually? You know what? No, let's go and get the second and the third and kill the game. Yeah, that should be the mentality yeah. against Dross that we were playing against. Exactly, exactly. I mean, St Johnston have had you know a fall for grace from winning the two cups last season to just about getting relegated this season. Aye, um, aye, they're in trouble. And they're, they're, they're in trouble and they're no a good team. No. You know, I don't have anything against the Johnson, but they're no a good no. team right now. Um, mm-hmm. And like I said, even like making some of those changes, you know, bringing on somebody like young Alec Lowry who can take the ball, pull it up, pass the ball out well, just something a bit different and a bit fresh. And then, you know... Th- th- that's exactly it. I think that what we've seen was uh, people getting tired and timid and there's a there's a saying in, in uh, you know in some of my kind of combat gym experience that fatigue makes cowards of men and it's totally true and yep. that's what you seen last night Kent and Aribo you know you're you know you're tired you know your touch isn't good so you don't bother trying to take the guy on you don't bother trying the the pass you just keep it safe and simple you turn around and just pass it back or whatever there's you know I mean you're not trying to go and affect the game positively you're not trying to deliver a cutting edge. So get on the young boy who's fresh and full of confidence and belief of himself. And he's just going to go out there. He's going to try shit. And you know what? Half the time it's not going to work. But he's going to try work hard to get the ball back and try it again. That yep. last night, that would have hurt St. Johnson. Lowry yeah. would have hurt St. Johnson. I have no doubts. Yeah. Yeah, it was just a massive concern. And let's say people were going on about um, it was good to get the three points. And it is good to get the three points to get back to winning ways and all that as well. But the quality of what we watched was horrendous. And the the severe lack of confidence it seems like the manager has, and you know his his substitute bench is a massive massive worry. Aye. And we did we did have a lot of boys out last night. Let's let's talk. Well, you true, know we had true. we did have um, who was out? Ryan Jack, Holander was out, Diallo was out, Ramsey was out. Um, Stephen well, Davis, da- Davis. not played much lately. Yeah, Davis as well. You know. As well, so we had all them out. There was rumours on social media that Jack and Holander have COVID, so they should be back for Saturday. Um, Ramsey, you know, just hasn't worked so far from Sammy Diallo. Um, as well, he seems to be at Ramsey. Just seems to pick up knocks, you know, made a basket right centre. But you, yeah, you know, it's just it's just a it is 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 just really disappointing when you when you know how good a player he is. And you know he's sitting there on the injury injury bit and stuff like that. So hopefully it was always a gamble, wasn't it? It was. You know he's made the biscuits, and you probably Aye. even even you know if you had to do it again, you probably would have done it because you know it's you know it's fantastic to see something like that. Even though it's not worked out yet, um, but there still, still? still is. Yeah, exactly. Still? There's still there's still games to play. So hopefully he'll be back in soon, um, and all the other guys will be back in soon. Jack in there as well. He's been a, I think he's been a big miss again mm-hmm. as well. But we kind of keep relying on. Jack, we know he's you know he's had his injury problems Aye. and stuff like that, but we are so heavily reliant on him right now. 
it's on it's unreal. Um, and Alfie, and, you know that we do have a yep. over reliance on and a couple and Tav. There's, there's a couple of key boys that if we don't have, then you know we're we're we're, we're miles off it. And I think the, the the point you mentioned about you know you get the games every season where you rock up, you're dug me, you grind it a win, you take it down the road, you forget about it. Happy days, right? I, I don't disagree with that in isolation, but last night wasn't in isolation for me. Um, yeah. And see, see if we'd done that, right? And he goes and he makes three of the four subs and different boys, you know, he makes a few, it makes a bit of rotation and a few different guys get on and then he makes some subs and a few different guys get on again and you see a bit of variety and, you know, people are conserving energy for the next run of games and, and all that. I, I would be like, I'd be 100% happy. I'd be like, like ah, forget it, one of the nights, chalk it up. It's not so much the performance, it's not so much the result, it's the manner of the whole, yeah. the whole thing that's the worry, the manner, that, the trend, the, that that's the bit where I'm like, this doesn't look good. That that keeps eroding my confidence. It's no, it's not the performance for me last night. It wasn't so much that. It was the manner around it, and it's all on the manager. It's not on the players. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent agree with you, hundred percent. But like I said, we get back up the road with the three points in the bag, which is, which is like I said, the main thing. But it's just, it's just really worrying, isn't it? It's massively concerning. Um, I mean, it's well. not happened a lot away from home lately, so you know. Yeah. Let's, let's, like you said, let's just keep that in mind. You know, it's good to get the three points, um, but ah, it's it's still no great. No, isn't he? Isn't he? So on that, mate. Let's look ahead. Then let's get all that bad shit out of the way this week, and let's and let's look ahead to Saturday as well, which is a big game for us. You know, we're playing, we're playing Aberdeen. However, we're wearing our, we're wearing our. Um, we're wearing, the, we're wearing the the new white top, the gallant pioneers top. What can possibly go wrong when we wear a when we wear a when we wear a different top, eh, mate? When we, I always goes we well. Doesn't it? it does goes very well. Got a great record with that. So that's other teams are getting a chance. That's putting the shiters up me already. Um, and the opposition, <laughs> yeah. Aberdeen twice this year on two draws. Yep, and obviously the this is this is their this is their next cup final, isn't it? Again. Against us as well after getting scalped off hearts last night to nothing. Do you know what's amazing, but they're sitting tenth. Yep. So this probably is going to be our last time to play them. Yeah. This year. Yeah. Bank we the won't, maker. We and, won't play them, and we won't play them away from home again if they if they stay in that bottom six, which is happy days. And um, we won't need to go up there. Hopefully, um, hopefully, get them a good scudding on Saturday and, and just yep. resign them to there. Yep. Uh, to, to be honest, I'm I'm hoping some sort of miracle happens and they get relegated. But I, yeah. I think the bottom two are just so far adrift. But I'm hoping they get relegated for a while. But no, I mean, I. It's a big game. It. Massive game. Um, on massive game is sort of I am I'm the sort of same as you as well. Um, and obviously they've got the the hundred and fifty anniversary stuff there as well. They're going to have the fan zone set up, and it looks like it's going to get set up in front of the the superstore. Aye. Which isn't which isn't congested at all on match day, so fuck knows how that's going to work. I know it's not like there's queues that you know you get into the wee, uh, the enclosure. It's not like there's a big massive queue all the way down to the shop or whatever, you know. Like, but never mind. There's no queues. I the queues there, and then that's where everybody usually meets. If they no, meet their aye, pals, it's not a good meeting point, that. is it? Aye, that's no. that's going to be the fan zone, so it's a bit of a logistical nightmare there, mm-hmm. um, as well. But. Um, like I said, I'm going to go over a bit earlier and soak it up a wee bit and see what it's see what's happening with it um, on Saturday, and then just sort of try. Hopefully, fingers crossed, we get the we get the three points, and then also, oh, sorry, are we going to say something there? No, no, I was going to say we we need to get the three points because the yep. interesting dynamic is Celtic are away on Sunday. Yeah, 
and they're away to Livy as well, and they've had a few bad results there, and Livy are on pretty good form now. Um, again, David Martindale done a fantastic job there um, as well, and they've had they've slipped up there a few times. I live it up to fourth, aren't they? Aye, and it's not it's not an easy place to go to. Um, so you know, fingers crossed, Livy do as a Livy do as a favour. Um, we need to win and put the pressure on them, but and then they yeah. got that game on equal points, and then they need to win, and then it's the test that we had the weekend there with Motherwell. It's them; they've got the test and see how they do. It's a potentially tricky fixture when we've went and won on the Saturday, but we go and drop points on the Saturday, then they've got a, they've got a free hit. Yep, yep, exactly. So it's massive. Mm-hmm. Saturday's Definitely. massive, and then Thursday sort of came up on us as well. Next Thursday's a foam leg of the Red Star game. As well, um, which controversial, has, yep, controversial opinion. But with the interviews that I've seen this week after the Motherwell game, with Gio and Tav both saying, Oh, well, you're only questioning us after Dortmund. I hope we get put, man. Red Star just end the European, no interested anywhere. Fuck Europe, we need to win the league. And if we're going to use it as an excuse, then ram it right up your ass. Yep, I was just about to say that. I actually. I actually don't give a fuck about the Red Star game, to be honest with you. I want the league. Um, I want the league all day long. Um, Aye. I'd rather we get, you know, we get put out this this round and, you know, go for, go for there. Um, even though, you know, the, the league is our bread and butter. This is a massive season as well. The potential for this season is the biggest it's ever been in Scottish football. You know, straight through to Champions League, 40 million in your back bin. As well, and you know, there's no qualifying rounds or anything like that, so it's massive. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you know, that for a team like us to, to, I think that was our Saturday was our eighth draw of the season. Aye, and you think about that, and you're like, that is just that is that is not championship form. It's not acceptable. And if it wasn't for that, you know, Celtic would be dead and buried this season. Oh, aye, I mean. If you look at the the absolutely ridiculous, stupid points that we've thrown away, that that we should never have, we should never have thrown away. We should be, I don't know, we should be like nine points clear or something like that. Do you know what I mean? Like with our delay, there's been games where, like when we lost to Dundee United and when Celtic beat us, we were dug, right? We lo- we deserve to lose those games. We should yep. have lost those games. But like Motherwell being two 0 up at the weekend, the other Motherwell game at Ibrox, where it was one each. We should have been about ten 0 up at the time. Hearts, we should have been five six 0 up, and and they got the part and scored at the last minute to make it one each. Um, you know, Dundee United there not that long ago, they won each at Tannadice. There's just too many of these stupid, stupid games. We're like, how did we contrive to lose? You know, to drop points there. We absolutely should be, should be quite a bit ahead. We should be comfortable. It's it's to us shit in the bed. Yep. Simple as that. Yep, which again is a massive concern because you know it's just showing you that it's just everything's just everything's just worrying me this season. Aye, I'm not worried about Celtic winning the league. I, I've never really been worried about Celtic winning the league. I've got plenty of concerns we're going to lose the league. Yeah, it's a different thing for me. Like, I, and at the end, don't get me wrong. See, at the end of 38 season, 38 games, whoever's top of the league deserve to win the league. Right? Uh, of course, uh, yep. definitely. And if that's them, then that's them, and that they, they deserved it. But the only des- the only way they'll deserve it is because we are poor, no? Because they are better than us. Because they're not. Uh, and and to your point, if you look at the games, the way we've dominated, we should be 
we should be a, a couple of games clear. We should be somewhere in that six to nine points clear range, I think. Um, it's just that we've contrived to throw points away in the league for us this so far this year. We're losing it. It's as simple as that. Yeah, agreed, mate. Totally agreed. So it's a, it's an absolutely another. I mean, I think every week's going to be. I think we're going to say this at the end of every show, but every week is massive. You know, and this week's this week's no exception. Massive game on Saturday again, and then the European game at Ibrox, which I think most fans would probably say it'd be nice to win it, but you know, we don't really care. The league's a priority now, and I think it's shown that. I think the frustration for me was just the Dortmund was an excuse and it was a stick to beat as well. Like, well, I know we were crapping uh, against Motherwell, but we were good against Dortmund, so leave us alone. Uh, no, that's not how it works at this football no. club. If that's your mentality, you don't belong. You don't deserve to be here. You don't belong exactly. here. Yep. Um, so, I for me, I, I I'm not. I was going to say secretly. I've just announced it publicly, so there's nothing secret about it. Just get your approval and done way. You've got to use an excuse. You don't. You don't deserve it. So fuck it. Take that excuse away. No. No. What have you done? What, no. What's your excuse for Dane shite in the league? Go and win the league with no excuses. Yep. Go and win it now because uh, you're you're using that against us now. Aye. Uh, no up for that. Absolutely no. not up for that at all. Agreed. Absolutely. Yep. And it would well, be very Rangers to put Dortmund out and go and lose to Red Star anyway, wouldn't it? It would be. It would be very us after this season as well. So. Mate, do you feel you feel any better after airing it all out, or are you feeling worse or just the I, same? I feel better about some of it and worse about other parts of it. To be honest, yep. at first I was like the Motherwell game. I feel I feel better about that. I think, but I think the rest of it's still too raw. I feel yeah. I yeah. feel worse about uh, last night. I'm still angry, and uh, I, it, it felt good to talk about Europe because I've been thinking about that a wee bit since I've been raging about that since the weekend. So to just finally get that said out loud, you know, just. Ram up your arse, let's let's just go out. Um I feel a wee bit better about that. I feel I, I feel better about the Monoble game, however, everything that happened yesterday and um, Wednesday with this with, with the whole announcement and you know there is the performance and you know the the lack of the lack of substitutions and you know the lack of, it seems like the lack of faith he's got in his team's just massively worrying because this team this team hasn't changed since the team he played, you know, last season. You know, when you when you mentioned about Morelos being knackered and being the sole guy last season when he was knackered, Ruth was there and Ruth was com- contributing, bagging in goals left, right, and centre when Alfie was injured or Alfie couldn't play or you know needed a bit of rest and stuff like that as well. It's just Aye. a total, total different dynamic for this season, which is just stressing me the fuck out <laughs> more than uh, anything. Uh, and the thing is, it's. This is a, and another reason that it's probably as stressful as, as, as you're finding it is this is the third in a trilogy, right? This is Gerard's first two seasons. Brilliant in the first half of the season. And all right, we won the brilliant in the first half of the season. But we, we finished, you know, we went in the Christmas break six points clear or whatever it was this year. Um, was as much as that? Yeah. Was, wasn't it? That's depressing to think how quickly we're throwing that away. But I, right, so we go, we go in six points clear, comfortable, in a good position. Um, and then, come back after the Christmas break and just massively shit the bed and shit points like, you know, it's lifeboats in the Titanic and we're just throwing them overboard. It's it's uh, it's the third time we've seen this in four seasons. I, I don't think that can be um you know that, that you, you can't uh, you can't dismiss that easily. That's that's a pattern that we're seeing with a squad 
um, you know, not all of them right enough because obviously there's been some additions, but the, the the core of this squad has been through this road a couple of times, and that's the worry is we've seen this movie before, and if that's how it's going to go, we are going to hand them the league on a silver platter, and that this season of all seasons can he be allowed and for it to happen in, in this manner as well like you say these guys have, have done it for us in the past and for for them to just not get a sniff and for us to just go with you know it's it's not like when Gerard first came in or whatever and you look at the bench and you're like oh my god man we've got nobody on that bench do you know what I mean you, you, you did have 11 players we've got good players on the bench Ruth was this your top goal scorer last year or whatever yeah. you know like when we won the league, what are we talking about? Like, why why can that guy not get a sniff? Um, things like that, you know. Um, so it's just a worry, man. It definitely is. Yep, it sure is. It sure is. But hopefully, they can try and get our confidence back in us by putting in a good performance and in Saturday. I, that's the thing. It could just be uh, you get one of the big win, wins and it clicks. You know, where like you said about the stats from the Motherwell game or the Dundee United game they were talking about it on the telly last night like 60 shots combined or whatever over two games some crazy number mm-hmm. see if you get that but you just get you find that wee bit of quality or it just clicks and you go and you cuff somebody a 5 or a 6 now then the confidence is up and, and that could be all the difference you know but yep. we need to find it we need to find it soon because yep. we can't keep this slide going we need to arrest yep. it games are running out as well so we need Aye. We need, to, we need to find it and get it but mate I think that's probably a good place to end it for this week and we'll be back again next week to discuss the Aberdeen game and probably the Red Star game as well um, looking at that as well so thank you mate I hope it's been a bit therapeutic and everybody listening sorry it's been a bit <laughs> it's been a bit down and depressing but I think most most of the guys who are listening are bears they'll understand that it's been a pretty hard hard week for us so like I said fingers crossed this time next week it's, it's all good hopefully hopefully yeah. mate this time next week we'll be millionaires huh? that's, yep. that's the dream exactly Rodney exactly <laughs> <laughs> hey, so on that mate again thanks very much mate it's always a pleasure to talk to you um, and I'll see you on Saturday at the game alright cheers mate uh, it was helpful we bit, we bit of cathartic we bit of catharsis so thanks for that and i see you Saturday yes one the cheers cheers mate cheers Keith <laughs>